Hello and welcome back to What The Film, your weekly movie and film podcast with me, Jamie Bendy. And as always, I am joined by my very good friend, Mr. Sam Hugh. Hello, Sam. Hello, Jamie and all. Sam, hello. How are you? You okay? Yeah, I'm not bad, thank you. How are you? Good. I'm not too bad, thank you. Uh, now, uh, Sam, I've got an extra special surprise for you. Oh, I like surprises. Because... I've got another guest who is Ooh. joining us. Uh, now, we uh, we spoke about um, this person before, uh, and he was supposed to be joining us a few weeks ago, but um, couldn't. Uh, so we said that we put a pin in it, and this is us taking that pin back. So please welcome Mr. Tom Craft. Good afternoon. Hello. How are we doing? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, doing really good, thank you. Good. Up in it's... sunny Scotland I'm recording from today. Oh, lovely. How, how is the weather up there? It's actually not sunny at all. It's cloudy <laughs> and miserable. <laughs> uh, that's disappointing. Yeah. Uh, well, it's lovely to uh, hear your voice. It's nice to have you on the pod, so a uh, very uh, warm welcome to you. Thank you very much. Uh, I know that you're a, you're a particularly big fan of uh, Thor Ragnarok, aren't you? Yeah, it's um, it's got a special place in mine and my family's hearts, and uh, especially on yeah. our television. Um, it's on twenty four seven. Yeah, cool. So, uh, tell us a bit about uh, yourself and what you like about uh, the MCU. Yeah, so um, like you, Jamie, I come from, and of course, Sam. I come from the performing world. That's how we met. And um, I used to work abroad, and every so often I'd come back to the UK. And um, my brother and I used to go and watch um, whatever was on in the cinema at the time. And generally, nine times out of ten, it was the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Um, so we had a really great time going to see all of those. And um, yeah, we, we saw some good ones, some not so good ones. And uh, <laughs> that's kind of, I would say I was a casual fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not, not so much into the lore and all the backstory and stuff like that. I just enjoy the films for what they are. Yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Cool. So, um, Sam, I normally ask you if you've watched anything good on Netflix um, in the last week. So, have you watched anything good on Netflix in the last week? Uh, I haven't specifically watched anything good on Netflix, but I've watched a really cool film on um, Amazon Prime Video, uh, which actually stars um, Chadwick Boseman, who is in Black Panther, which we're going to talk about today as well. Uh, It's called 21 Bridges. don't know if you've seen it. No, I haven't seen it, but I know the one you mean. Yeah, so Amazon Prime, um, really highly rated and stuff, and uh, my dad had seen it, and I just hadn't got around to it. Um, but I watched that this week, and it's really, really good. Uh, definitely worth a watch for if, for both of you guys if cool. you've got Prime Video. Yeah, I watched um, a film on, what was it? I think it was, I can't remember where I watched it, but I watched it, and it was called Short Term 12, um, starring Brie Larson, and it's also got uh, Rami Malek in it. Uh, and uh, Brie Larson basically plays um, a carer at a... It's like a centre for troubled teens. Uh, this this girl joins their, join, joins the centre and uh, it kind of unearths some past trauma that uh, Brie Larson's character has to get through. And, and it's really, really good. I, I really enjoyed it. It's called Short Term 12. Uh, if I, I, I know exactly where I watched it. It was now, on... Are um, you sure it's really good? Yes, I'm sure it's really good. And Are you sure you didn't just enjoy Brie Larson being on screen and it's actually a terrible movie? That was well, my first thought too, Sam. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I am sure. It was objectively a good film. <laughs> but, of course, Brie La- the presence of Brie Larson did enhance it. Of course it did. Uh, but yeah, I watched it on BFI Player, and you can get a. 
I think it's either seven or a fourteen day free trial. So if you look at BFI Player, um, then you can watch it on there, and uh, I recommend it. It's very good. Uh, so what about you, Tom? Have you got anything good that you've watched recently that you want to share with us? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I watched two really great films this last week. Um, one being directed by the same guy that directed Thor Ragnarok, um, Taika Waititi. I watched What We Do cool. in the Shadows, which is a fantastic that movie. That is brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> so, so good. Very, very well done indeed. Yeah. Um, and the other one is um, it's actually an anime Japanese movie. Um, it's called A Silent Voice. Okay. It's a moving, moving tale about a young girl um, who is deaf and she um, gets bullied in school. And um, I won't tell you what happens in the end, but uh, I will say watch it with a couple of tissues nearby. It's a very, very good movie. I, like. and I, re- I recommend to everyone um, that film if they can get over the three yeah. inch barrier of subtitles. Cool. Sounds good, man. So um, let's get straight into it then. So we are we are finally arrived after much anticipation at Thor Ragnarok. So Thor kind of gets imprisoned on the other side of the universe and finds himself in um, a sort of gladiator. How do you say glad gladiatorial? There we go. Gladiatorial contest um, that pits him against uh, a character who we've not seen for a while. Spoiler alert. Hulk, uh, which contest of champions? Um, so there we go. I I didn't know that was an actual thing. I thought that was just the name of the game, but yeah, that you, you would. That's where it came from. Yeah, so, yeah. There you go. Um, so so then Thor's quest for Thor's quest for survival uh, then lead um, kind of leads him in a race against time to prevent the all powerful healer who turns out to be his older sister who um, Odin had been um, hiding. Um, and uh, Thor and Co have got to stop her from destroying um, Asgardian civilization. That's uh, any. Is there any more to add? Have I kind of got uh, it? No, I mean that's the film saying? in a nutshell. But um, yeah, I, she's definitely Hella. Oh, Hella! Yes, of course it is. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Played by the wonderful um, Kate Fabulous. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, she's she's brilliant, isn't she? So of course, uh, this is directed by Taika Waititi, who all three of us absolutely love. Um, and I really the main reason felt you were like... looking forward to this, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely the main reason, yeah. And I really felt like um, this series, the, the Thor series, really needed that injection that that he brought into it. I thought it was it was really funny. Yeah, I think they knew that it needed that as well. Yeah, very Tyker as well, isn't it? It's very his. You can you can really you really get his style in it. That kind of very dry, very sarcastic kind of sense of humor that he's got um so yeah i just thought it was great i mean um it, it was, i felt like it was the first time that thor was actually a good character yeah i actually I, I i bought into him as a character a lot more this time and i've and and actually i felt like this was the first time that hulk was a good character as well and not just hulk but bruce banner as well i i i, I felt like that's what he needed to be yeah, I mean, the focus um, is on so the two of them cool. in this film, isn't it? It's not having to be drawn away to other characters yeah. and stuff, so you obviously get a lot more time spent with them learning who they are, which obviously helps you to uh, to connect with them, as you say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Korg is my new favourite character. He's I so cool. I like Korg, even if it was just because you yeah, can tell funny. it's Tyker's voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's just funny, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's pretty. I like... 
one of the first things he says is something like, you don't have to be scared of me unless you're scissors. There you go, just a little rock, paper, scissors joke for you there. It's just silly and funny, but great. Yeah, I've, and, and I felt like for pretty much everyone, it, it kind of broke their character as, as insofar as how they've been acting up until now. They've, everyone is very different. And it is good, but I did feel that there were some times when it didn't quite get the balance right. I felt like some there were occasions where it tried to go too far over to the other side, where it was too too silly and too much comedy, and too kind of towards um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Whereas I think they could have kind of struck a, struck a better balance um, between the drama and the comedy. Um, be, but that's mainly because of what we've seen out of the Thor movie so far. It's because you're so used to it being drama, drama, and occasional funny, whereas this yeah. one is funny, funny, occasional drama. It's kind of completely turned on its head. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and I feel like they 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 made that decision to do that off the strength of Guardians of the Galaxy because Guardians of the Galaxy does it really well. And the difference is, mm. is that Guardians of the Galaxy is set up that way right from the very beginning. So I, th- yeah, I it's think it's not a huge was, change. Yeah. So while Thor Ragnarok is is a, it's a great as a standalone film, it it does it it takes like a completely different direction to the rest of the series, which which is what it needed. Yeah, I mean it's nice sure. because Thor does carry on in that vein. Uh, he gets a little bit more depressing, but due to just due to things that don't happen, but he does now carry on as the character mm. set up in this film. And I think that, in general, was yeah. really good. You've already said it's good, and it is really good for the Marvel yeah. Universe because it's very much focused on Thor from now on. Well, not focused, but he's 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 a large part portion of the rest of the story. He's more prominent, yeah. Yeah, and so if he had been the uh, the old Shakespearean boring Thor of before, he wouldn't have been able to carry the rest of the series as well as he does. So Taika sort of yeah. created yeah. this new version that actually people can can connect with and be a bit more interested in and actually enjoy watching on screen which is good yeah definitely and and very funny i think one of my highlights of the film is what is right at the beginning when he's uh when he's caught up in the chains and he's just hanging but it's swinging like, like rotating around yeah i'm seriously i'm not doing <laughs> the, this it's it... just doing it by itself i'll be back around <laughs> yeah yeah that really made me laugh actually yeah, I think to be honest, I'm going to go for my quick highlight now. You mentioned, that. yeah, go for it. I don't know why, because I, but I do. I laugh every time. They, they, they've just um, Valkyrie's just caught Loki, and they're in a in a in her sort of chambers with Thor and um, and Bruce Banner, and they do this little huddle. And Thor tells a little story about when he was young, and Loki transformed into a snake. Oh yeah. And Thor wanted to pet him, and then he transformed back to himself, and he was like, "Oh, it's me!" And that line makes me giggle every single time I watch it. <laughs> Yeah, it's sometimes it's those funny little things. Sometimes, isn't it? That, that the funniest it's brilliant. Bits. Yeah, there's but, an amazing cast in this as well. This this yes. whole. Th- I I only just thought about it right now. I just <laughs> thought about how amazing the cast it is. It is amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. I I mean I love people, Jeff Goldblum. You've got like Jeff Goldblum added in yeah. as well. Yeah, you've even got yeah, Matt Damon awesome. right at the start. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So what about what are your thoughts on it, Tom? What what do you like? Why is it your favorite? Uh yeah, so I think it was the first move movie from the MCU that I went to that I actually bought into the fact that it was part of the the chronological order of it because before like yeah, it was a bit like 
they were releasing a few movies here and there, but they weren't necessarily in order. When it got to this point, I started making the connections in my head of all the other sort of movies and thinking, oh, okay, well, if this happened before that and this happened before that, and it it was really quite grit. Um, okay. I, I really enjoyed yeah. a couple of nods to other movies in, from the films as well. Like, um, I don't know if you remember, but um, after... Um, Thor and Loki, um, after they do the get help routine, um, and uh, Loki has that little implant put in his neck, and Thor does the control over him. Um, Thor yeah. leans over Loki and gives him a little speech, and it reminded me a lot of um, A Knight's Tale. You remember when um, oh, he, yeah. Heath Ledger stands over Adamar and says, you have been hung, you've been measured, yeah. Yeah. you yeah. know. It really mm-hmm. gave me that sort of sense, and I didn't know if that was an intentional nod to a knight's tale but it did definitely give me them sort of vibes yeah. um i mean it may have it could most more than likely that it could have been inspired by that for totally. sure. i mean the camera angle and everything and the way he just leant over yeah. it was it was really quite nice to see also it was um it, a little nod to star wars when they were in the uh um he was flying uh, banner was flying the um the orgy plane away from yeah, uh, the up towards the devil's <laughs> anus <laughs> um and he and he hits that button say oh it's got to be a gun and it happened to be fireworks and stuff like that it reminded me of the trash offload at the end of uh, in star wars it was very very funny yeah. overall it's a great yeah. film from start to finish and what made it even yeah. funnier was when jack black was so annoyed about the use of immigrant song in the movie. <laughs> oh, oh, why? Why? I was going to say I think that's a great song choice. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, it fitted in perfectly. But Jack Black, yeah. as soon as the movie was released, was really upset. He said, "Thor Ragnarok has stole the raddest thing from School of Rock ever," and he was just <laughs> upset about that. It was, it was very. Wait, funny. am I missing something? Where is this? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a YouTube video or a Twitter video that he released. He was very upset no, about. No, the whole sorry. Thing. I mean, I mean the which song? Where? Where? Which song? Oh, where in the film? Immigrant song. It's, it's right like the at main the start. song. Oh, the main like yeah, the main beautiful. Ah. I never put. I, see, but that's the thing. I didn't put that. I've seen School of Rock numerous times, but I didn't connect it. I don't know why. Because you now connect it with Thor, and that's what Jack Black was upset about, I think. <laughs> yeah, taking his thunder. <laughs> Pun, get it? God of Thunder? Accidental? Yeah, absolutely. But overall, I, I, it's a 10 out of 10 film. You can't really take it much away from it. It's done brilliantly. And I don't know whether yeah. it's just because I've seen it so many times, I know it back to front, and I know exactly and when to laugh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But for me, absolute 10 out of 10 movie. Yeah, so we yeah. were kind of it expecting cool. it to it's be very, very sort of the best so far, Jamie, having built it up and stuff. So it, does it? where does it rank for you in the ones you've watched so far in this series we've doing? Um, yeah, I'd definitely put it up there, definitely. I, th- I think, actually, cool. I, I still prefer Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, as as a an overall experience and uh, you know as a a film um but uh, you know i th- i would probably put thor yeah. uh, ragnarok oh, as probably a close second actually to be fair so we haven't built it up too much it did live up to expectations yeah um so of course Stanley has his obligatory cameo uh and he is so just as thor is about to go up to the to kind of the arena he gets his hair all cut off and and stan lee is the guy with this weird contraption who uh ends up cutting his hair (laughs) 
Which, by the way, I like. I quite like the uh, the short hair Thor look. Yeah, I love merchandising. The short hair Thor look. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, end credits. Um, there's um, there's uh, there's a big ship that um, intercepts Thor and Loki's um, ship that all the Asgardians are on, and uh, I mean, I wonder whose ship that could possibly be. No idea. Um, no, no clue. That's going to be a massive surprise when uh, when we get to it. Um, and then the next one was um, we th- uh, the Grand Master arrives on uh, trash the trash planet, and um, that's another, another bit of an extra dose of uh, Jeff Gold Goldblum, which is uh, I think that would have probably always been necessary uh, in his contract. He probably said, "Look, yeah. I will do it, but I need a f- I need an end credit scene to myself." <laughs> Yeah, and and yeah, absolutely. He deserves it. Don't get me wrong, but I've just got a feeling yeah. that would be something he'd no, do. No, yeah. So that's Thor Ragnarok. Uh, now we move on to Black Panther. So uh, Black Panther. Uh, so after the death of his father, uh, T'Challa returns home to the African nation of Wakanda to take his rightful place as king. Um, when a powerful enemy suddenly reappears. T'Challa's metal as king and as the Black Panther gets tested when he's drawn into a conflict that puts the fate of Wakanda and the entire world at risk. Um, faced with treachery and danger, the young kid, sorry, the young king must r- rally his allies and release the full power of Black Panther to defeat his foes and secure the safety of his people. Thank you, um, Google, for that film. Just, I was going to say, just for all our listeners, that is the first time, actually, I've heard Jamie do his little synopsis that's clearly not been out of his head <laughs> <laughs> yes well i felt like there was a lot to unpack and, and yeah, if no, i tried fair to enough, remember I applaud all myself the at least you've gone through <laughs> yeah we I, I just said about um uh so far thor ragnarok coming uh second to um uh, guardians of the galaxy um but i think they're both bumped down a spot by this one because i thought this was utterly stunning yeah um, it doesn't need to be I, in the marvel cinematic universe to be stunning either does it it's just amazing and that was the yeah no exactly black panther as well it, it could have been a standalone it didn't need to be part of the mcu but because it was part of the mcu it makes it better as well i think anyway. oh absolutely yeah yeah i and, think i mentioned actually, a couple of times previously that um it's this is the film that sort of got my dad into into watching them yeah he'd never seen any and then i asked him to watch this and he watched this and this made him pick up the mcu because and he watches it now as his you know we've all got those films we we sort of go to when we don't know what to watch just want to put a film on that you know you like yeah yeah. and uh even my dad who's almost 60 years old he's he just (laughs) every time he watches this film he he loves it it's so good like just it's visually like every, stunning as well. It is. Oh god, it really is. It's it's beautiful and and all of the storytelling, all of the the pacing and the editing, it's it works it all works so well together and it's it's really powerful. And um it's actually I I I don't know if I would have felt it this deeply a few weeks ago, but I feel like it's so relevant again with everything that's happening in the world right now um in in the wake of all this um uh, George Floyd George Floyd stuff and um so yeah so it, it I think it really 
like resonated even more because of the context of what's happening in the world and i mean even when it was released in 2018 there was stuff going on and you know so it's always relevant isn't it and and yeah, yeah. and the, the 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 kind of subject that it tackled and actually um eric uh what's what's eric's like uh fighter name i can't killmonger what's he called killmonger, killmonger. Yeah. that's it so killmonger his his kind we it actually went into his motivations and why he wants to take the role of black panther and what he's what he intends to do with that so if it felt like instead of everything happening all within the confines of that film it felt like there had been a past to the film and a future for the characters so you know and all of that was planned out without having to be part of the film so of course so obviously um killmonger's what what he wants is to have the power of the black panther to fight back against the historical oppressors of the black people but but um as as the black panther t'challa d- doesn't want to do that because he doesn't want to fight fire with fire and um so i just think that's a really interesting um kind of motif and 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 really interesting thing to explore and and to it's massively relevant now as you say but um and and when it was released as well it was a massive it was a beacon for the black community and it was it yeah. was it was when it when it was released that message this wasn't going on quite to this extent but that message that it gave to black people everywhere was sort of massively publicized as a as a a really big part of the movie's success because it yeah it really shouted to the way that that, that they live and the way that they feel about it but it did it on a stage where it has to be noticed um, mm-hmm. And for everyone who, for anyone who watched it, kids and stuff, and that, that it was just, it's inspirational. Yeah, I mean, it's it inspirational is. to me, and I, I can't, I, I can't say that it's, it's happening to me. Do you know what I mean? Um, but mm-hmm. it's, it's such a, it's such a difficult subject to talk about. I, I don't want to go into too much detail. Um, but they, mm. it, it was a massive, massive inspiration for, for a whole community and a whole, and a whole sort of race, really, isn't it? So. Um, yeah definitely that was part a huge part of its success was how well it handled that as well yeah and i wonder if that kind that sense of inspiration as you say has contributed to the scale of what we're seeing today because i don't because i saw something recently um i i this is just a tweet that i saw i don't know you know i i haven't done any fact checking or anything but it said that um, all 50 states in America and 13 countries worldwide participated in Black Lives Matter movements, making it the largest civil rights movement in history, which is epic, if yeah. it's true, and I hope it is. And I, and, and I wonder if what you were just saying then about Black Panther have kind of inspiring um, people, and not inspiring actually, actually a voice. not just That's black it. people, it's... but inspiring everyone. I wonder if that the, that inspiration that it provided has contributed to the scale of the movement that we're seeing today. I, I would say as a as a as successful a movie as it was, it probably has because it it gave a voice to 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 I don't know to people in parts of the world that wouldn't have had a voice or would have had a voice but not the confidence to use it before because 
this was filled with so many young and upcoming uh, black actors. And yeah. it's just it's the same as me when I was young, watching um, people like Hugh Jackman and Dwayne Johnson, whatever it is, when they first started coming into movies. That's a huge inspiration for me. They were people who weren't necessarily always in the movies and they like Dwayne mm. Johnson was a wrestler for God's sake. And he yeah. had some troubled past stuff and it's it sort of, it's really easy to relate. And that's what people have had from this movie, whether it was released, obviously it's a couple of years ago now, but I think it's such a powerful film that that still resonates today and you could watch it again and feel really empowered. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I definitely. mean, I thought it gave a great platform to, to, um, well to everyone who watched it to kind of stand out and say you know I, I watched this movie and I was inspired I recently watched Donald Glover who is an incredible artist as well um, he um, had a comedy special on Netflix I'm pretty sure and he mentioned how when he was growing up he didn't really see many black people on TV you know black superstars yeah. black megastars and i know there are quite a few but it's not equal you know and and he was saying how the role models he wanted were to be black people and i think the character of t'challa was just such a level-headed fantastic sort of role model um you know to to, to so people can look up and say you know i want to be like that when i grow up and it's and it's not yeah. you know just sort of a race thing. It's it's everyone can buy into that character, you know, and it, and it's 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 great. I I really love seeing that. Yeah, and I think and and I think that's kind of the same with Killmonger as well because he obviously represents that portion of of the black community who are rightfully very upset and and very vocal and and you know be, be, because this is an emotional subject, people can. Be, it can invoke um qu you know quite wild reactions and people can become reactionary to this kind of thing so i think um uh, Kilmunger kind of represents that side of of not yeah, just yeah, does, the black yeah. community it's but just it's everyone. just ex accentuated to make him into a villain he he has some yeah. very relevant points he just doesn't deal with it very well <laughs> yeah but but in but, and then in the end he's reasonable he's not just purely evil he he does turn out to be reasonable and he does turn and and you do understand why he's doing it it's not just this is killmonger he's evil because he wants to take over the world it's there is an actual story behind his pain and and i i really like that and and also michael b jordan is a phenomenal actor i'm i'm only really relatively recently um, found out about him and watched some of his stuff, but he is just amazing. Yeah, he is. I'm going to ask you. Let's all just we'll move quickly back onto some film points because I've got something I want to ask you while I remember. Um, yeah, go ahead. Because we briefly discussed it a couple of movies ago, and I said, "Hey, Jamie, look out for Martin Freeman. Tell me how fabulous you think his accent is." Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. I, again, I was right, I wasn't it's... I? I wasn't making it up. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm. I still can't work out whether it's it's actually a bad accent or it's because i'm or it's because it's martin freeman and he shouldn't have any other voice than his own it just doesn't work yeah because we said it about um uh benedict cumberbatch as well didn't we and yeah. um i relatively recently watched 12 years a slave and he he plays a like a slave owner from the deep south in that and and his accent's really good and it and it really fits so i, d I don't know what it is 
I can't put my finger. Yeah, on but when it. we, but, but, yeah, when we were you talking are about right. Benedict Cumberbatch. I said that I thought his American was quite good, but Martin Freeman's I wasn't sure about at all. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really odd. Uh, so, uh, any any more thoughts on Black Panther, or should we move ahead? Uh, yeah. I I don't think we've actually discussed any negative points on it yet. Did you? Did anyone find any? I've got a couple. Um, actually, yeah, that is a good point. That is something I've written down. So thank you for reminding me. That that the the one bit that stuck out to me like a sore thumb was the fight scene between. Black Panther and Killmonger because everything up until then had been so good but then that whole fight sequence the CGI is awful and it looks like and it I just felt it looked like a video game and is that when they're on the train track yeah I just thought that looked terrible it, it was almost as if they just run out of budget on everything else and gone oh shit we're gonna have to just <laughs> scramble this together so, that's strange because I've not. I wouldn't disagree with you, but I, I can't. I've not. I I didn't notice it. I might have to watch it again and and sort of really look at it. I think I was far too into the story. By yeah, then to, yeah. To be worrying about the CGI kind yeah, of thing. But but up until then it had been fantastic, and and I still think the best CGI is anything that's to do with Doctor Strange and and those things because they they are absolutely seamless and they look real. You know, even when they like yeah. waving their hands around and they're just getting all the. I don't know. Looks like they're like symbols, aren't they? That they conjure when they when they yeah. wave their arms around, and that they look. It looks real. It's seamless. That so that, that's amazing. But yeah, that that was the one bit that really kind of took me out of the film was was that fight sequence. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Tom? Um. Well, there was one bit that I wanted to talk about because I don't know whether it's just because I didn't understand or whether it was just because it was just a bit weird. You know how at the start of the film they gave this story about the four tribes and, um, you know, they all split, well, three splits stuck together and then one, yeah. the Jabari tribe, they said, no, we don't want anything to do with your vibranium. Yeah. When mm. they come back in the big fight at the end where it's kind of like, you know, all the tribes are against each other, um, Killmonger's leading, you know, half of them and, you know, there's that big war coming along. Black Panther's there, everything's going bad, but, you know, they get cornered. They get put into, you know, this this, this sort of Roman-style cage by the shields. Yeah. And the Jabari tribe come along and they change the whole dynamic of the war with nothing yeah. but, you know, their spears and they're fighting against these people <laughs> with all of these vibranium weapons, which are supposed to be the most technologically advanced things in the world. Like, it kind of made me think, well, how the hell are they going to make a difference? Because... And then they somehow do, yeah. Exactly. Surely, like, those people with the big scary shields will turn around and just laugh them off, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. That is, It is a bit of an odd one. Um, I think it's meant to... I think the Jabari are painted throughout, um, sort of, throughout Wakanda, not just the Black Panther, but a little bit of the sort of... The comic book version of stuff. The Jabari are painted as, like super strong anyway they're like the the children of the mountain the the children of the gorilla they've grown up like a pack of gorillas they're supposed to be super strong um but it's still kind of you're still right it kind of doesn't make sense that they'd be able to just whack a club against a a star wars-esque shield and, and break it it doesn't make a lot of sense no Right. Okay. So. So. Yeah. I'm not weird by thinking that. I no, you're not. No, definitely the not. I mean, they are super cool and super strong. They're supposed to be uh, 
the most powerful tribe sort of thing but the the fact that the technology is a little more advanced than their clubs and spears and stuff you are right it is a little strange but i mean for that to be the only flaw in one of the only one of the best movies i think of the mcu i think is a brilliant sort of thing you know it's it's really really great oh yeah and i i actually i don't i haven't said this about any of the other marvel films and i wouldn't until now and then a couple of the films afterwards i would also put in the same bracket but i don't i i think this for all in all everything put together the message the inspiration the story the film the characters the cast isn't just one of the best films of the mcu but it's one of the best films i've seen in the past 10 years Uh, i think it could stand alone and hold its own it won loads of awards so it's obviously it was recognized as that but it did I think do very well yeah. that's a really cool good thing to say about this movie is it it really doesn't need to be in the mcu to have been a humongous success yeah i agree i do oh uh, yeah very much so it's it's just great any more thoughts yes i have one great thought that i can't believe hasn't been brought up in the world of social media <laughs> before um in the whole world of coronavirus that we're living in at the moment why on earth has the Wakandan greeting not been the main form of greeting in this entire world at the moment? Yeah, you don't have to right. touch it anyone. Be. And it is just fantastic. Me and my brother do it quite a lot. My brother's disabled, so it's hard for him to you know, lift his hands to shake your hand. So sometimes when we greet each other, we do that anyway. Why on earth yeah. are we not doing it as a society now? It would be right, perfect. Right, we're going to make that go show. viral soon. Yeah, you heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. Well, you've probably heard it here like 1,822nd, but we'll be the ones to make it go viral. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've we got a few days head start because we record a few days before where we release each episode. So so uh, let's get let's get this uh, thing going. We can lay the groundwork in that time. Yeah, yes, definitely. We can. Uh, so uh, the Stanley cameo, um, there's a scene when they travel to Korea to um, kind of track down... Uh, someone who we haven't actually talked about Andy yet, um, and that is you. I was Ulysses literally about to say, Claw. I can't believe we haven't spoken about Andy Circus. Yeah, so. and he is awesome. I I just love Andy Circus. He's one of my best villains so far because he's not just a a super powered, overpowered villain. He's a criminal, effectively. Yeah, but but, but, that, but then brilliant. He gets a uh, spoiler alert. He gets offed. Um, yeah. Although it's not an it's not an on screen offing, so sometimes uh, that that means that. Oh no! It's, a, he's, some, he has some been off. Reason for him to come back, but see, that's a shame. That is because he's a really good villain, and and he and Andy Serkis himself is such a good actor, and and he plays that part so well, and he's so imposing, and I think that's a real shame. But there we go. Um, so he is. There's some sort of transaction that he's involved in in Korea, and um, T'Challa goes and. Oh, it's, no, he's... So he's stolen some vibranium and um, the, uh, T'Challa's going to get it back because he's because he's basically trying to sell it. So that that's... So um, there, it all takes place in a casino in Korea and um, um, T'Challa has a little exchange with Martin Freeman's character and puts some money down on a bet and, uh, and, then, sta- and then he walks off and Stan Lee steals that money. So which is quite amusing yeah that's a good line actually isn't it he he says yeah i'll just hold on to this for safekeeping <laughs> yeah yeah it's good yeah um, I like that. it's a good this is that was a good cameo yeah 
and then in the credits we've got uh, Wakanda joins the UN and kind of goes public um, and uh, uh, they kind of agree to share their technologies and, and the vibranium with, with the rest of the world. So Yeah, but also if you think about it, with, with ideas that have come from um, the villain of the film, from Killmonger, because essentially that is what he wanted. He just, as we said, didn't go the the right way about it. But yeah, I true. think that's a nice coming together because they have he has remembered what Killmonger wanted, realised it's not unreasonable and adjusted it and put it to practice. Yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah, so it's, it's a nice little uh, scene that. And then uh, the second one, we see uh, Bucky is in Wakanda, which is awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I love, I love, uh, I love Bucky. He's one of my favourite characters. It's really cool to see him. Yeah, yeah, he's cool. Okay, so that is, I think that pretty much concludes our thoughts on Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther. Um, so next week for episode, God, episode eleven. Can you? Yeah, episode eleven. We've only got three episodes it's left. Utter madness. Yeah, utter madness. Uh, we are going to be talking about Avengers: Infinity War and Ant Man and the Wasp. <clears throat> so, um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, 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 the next instalment in the Avengers series, where they're all all back together, obviously with with all our our new recruits, including Black Panther and Ant Man, I'm sure will be there, and Spider Man, and so I'm quite looking forward to this one. This is out of out of every um, MCU film so far uh, on IMDb, Infinity War has the highest rating. So. Um, so I'm expecting big things. It is the first. It is the first of two epics. Yeah. They aren't just movies anymore. Infinity War is an epic. Cool. It's the only way you can describe it if you haven't seen it. Infinity yeah. War is fantastic yeah. as well. It came out. Um, I was in Japan not long after it came out, and um, my brother and I went up um the Tokyo <laughs> Sky Tree Tower, which is like the second tallest building in the world, something like that. But right nice. at the top. They had a um, an exhibit to do with Avengers: Infinity War, um, and they had oh, yeah. a, they had an Infinity Gauntlet. They had all sorts. It was just absolutely fantastic. So uh, they love Infinity War in Japan as well. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Be good. Um, so uh, thank you everyone for listening once again. If you would like to follow us, we are on social media. We are on Twitter and Instagram at What the Filmcast. It's the same on both uh, platforms. Um, you can also support us on Patreon. Uh, there's a link to our Patreon um, page in the show notes and also in our uh, social media bio. So if you would like to support us, then uh, then head over there and um, you can subscribe. Uh, you can join uh, through being a patron. You can join our Discord server and you will also get early access to every single episode of What The Film. So uh so lots of reasons for you to uh to join our patreon sam thank you once again for joining me it's always nice to hear you and uh tom thank you for joining us it's been really great to have you on thank you very much for having me yeah just so everyone out there is aware we are like the three musketeers um but because tom lives a little bit further away and obviously coronavirus going on we haven't seen each other for a while so it's been really wicked to have tom on with us thanks man miss you boys it has yeah yeah miss you too dude hopefully uh all this stuff won't last too much longer and we we can uh get and let's officially wish tom a happy birthday for saturday oh thank you very much yeah absolutely well yeah so the day after this will um release publicly it will be tom's birthday so tom happy birthday for tomorrow thank you very much indeed (laughs) (laughs) getting old (laughs) who worries right so um 
Yes, so uh, thank you again for listening and join us next week for Avengers Infinity War and Ant-Man and the Wasp. That should be our new outro.